Well, once again, we're here with Nova and Ramai, and we haven't been together in quite a while. And I think this is a bit of an exciting, I think, thing for me, because I think Ramai and I would love you to do a sort of like a 10-minute synopsis of creation, what you're working on, so that he can understand as a first-time listener and anyone else, this could be a really good way to sort of sum up what you've got. Is that okay with you? Yeah, I mean, I have about 10, 15 here before I have a meeting. Somebody's going to come meet me. So whenever they come, I'm going to have to jump. Okay. I'm happy to be on here until they come over. Okay. So let's switch. Okay. So now, can you look this way a bit? Look. Yeah. Yeah, that way. Look that way if you can. And imagine you're talking to an investor and you've got 10 minutes with them and you want to give the whole spiel of what it is. Go. Well, there's three different layers that I would say. Our platform is called creation. At the top level, if we look at it at a meta level, um, what are we trying to solve in terms of society's problems? Well, there's a transition to post-capitalism. We speak about this all the time. We don't really know what it means. It's very ambiguous. Um, my vision of post-capitalism is not the end of trade or not the end of commerce, because I think that is unrealistic. I'm not in that world and I'm in that camp. It's The question is, how do you bring um, surplus back to the commons? How do you make communities the de facto organizational model rather than companies? How do communities become the new companies? How do you empower communities or groups of people with aligned shared values, interest, causes to actually have the tools, resources, and support they need to be able to function as independent economic units? How do you unlock the true human potential inside of communities? Um, you know, today we have this proliferation of online communities. Every page and group and Reddit page and Mighty Network calls themselves a community, but it's such a loosely defined word, right? Um, if you go to Facebook group, you're liking, commenting, and sharing, which really doesn't really make a community. That makes a media page with a very loose interest group. So with Elijah, I mean, he, you know, 15 years ago inspired me with this vision of a shared knowledge community or what is a vision in terms of how we're able to truly utilize the gifts and skills within members of a community to truly unlock surplus and how do we bring that surplus back and distribute it to the community and how do we give agency to that community to have access membership voting governments and decision making so these things have been driving me for a long time they've been driving elijah for a long time uh, and now with web3 uh, with blockchain, with NFTs, with decentralized access, you actually have the ability to be able to create some of this infrastructure. Um, so that's what we're really excited about. So creation is a platform that turns you from fans to family. It makes you from a follower to a co-creator, right? Web 2 is about followers. Web 2 is about monetizing your audience. Web 3 is about monetizing with your community, right? That is a big jump. It's a big leap. And we're here to help bridge that gap and to help make that leap. So we're a communal network. Fantastic. Um, I, I was just wondering before you go, because we don't know how long we have you, if Nova, do you want to just give a little update about your new game virtual reality project? Because it might be a good starter project within this creation program. Um, okay. I'm not sure how it fits in exactly, uh, but it's one of the things I'm working on right now. Um, it's a virtual reality Dungeons and Dragons multiverse uh, platform. Um, yeah, essentially, people can play um, fantasy games, whether it be Dungeons and Dragons or another a name, um, uh, in a virtual space. 
uh, you know, with their their headsets on um, and the game itself, the imagination of what's happening in the story actually comes to life in front of them and they can interact with it in, a, in an interesting way. Um, but I'm not sure how that connects exactly to your your idea. Um, I actually have other ideas that I think connect better. Okay, go maybe, ahead. Maybe if we had it does, more though. time. Uh, it does, though. I'll tell you how. Um, we look at games as one of the best examples of this platform, right? Because um, we tend to think of games as like this nuclear thing separated from its fans and its audience, but it isn't. Um, the games are one of the most engaging activities we can be a part of. It's where you, you know, people who are fans of a game feel a deep sense of connection, connection to the brand, deep sense of loyalty. Um, real users of the game want to be empowered. They want to be empowered with greater access and control, i.e. look how many mods and mod communities exist. And look at Minecraft and the communities, the rabid, avid communities that exist around games are some of the strongest communities in the world, I think. And yet we don't really have models to empower those communities. So with our platform, when you raise for your game, because you can do a launch pad and raise for your game, much like Kickstarter, a percentage of those funds can also go into a community treasury. So say you're raising a million bucks to build the game. Part of your pitch on our platform is that 20% of those funds are going to go into a community pool, which the community can use and decide to create on top of the game and build cool shit with. No one's ever done that. Nobody's ever empowered a gaming community with a treasury and access to voting and access to being able to rank up in the game and be able to create with. So that's one way that our platform could be used for games to empower true community. That's actually, yeah, well put. Okay, I can see it now then. Interesting. Cool. Do you want to add in your other projects, Nova, you were thinking of? Uh, well, I don't know if I have the time right now, but, um, you know, uh, I've, I've thought of a lot of things that, that are, I'm, I'm a game developer as well. Um, so a lot of my ideas do revolve around gaming. Um, me too. And, and that that particular idea is, is just it's more like I played Dungeons and Dragons as a kid. I think it's really cool. I would love to to actually play a game like that. And then mm -hmm. I got to talking to some people, and it seemed actually like a really good um, business. Um, so I, I'm kind of pursuing that with a 3D artist right now. Not sure where that's going to go. Um, but another aspect of gaming um, and you know society, humanity, whatever that I'm that I'm quite interested in bringing. Um, some energy towards is is the, kind of the idea. Um, I haven't framed it completely, but the idea centers around a sort of metaverse, if you will, um, type of game itself, where you, you're you're playing the game. Um, and there's one there's one way this could work, where perhaps it uh, um, aggregates all its um, visual information from Google Maps and and that sort of stuff, um, and you're kind of playing a game that's that involves that. Uh, digital imagery so you can see the world as it is now or something somewhere close to it uh, in the game itself um, and then sort of using the ideas of AR uh, augmented reality the game itself can interact with the outside world visually so that if you once you start playing the game you give it your address for example or you're allowed to to read your location um, and in the game itself it now highlights that house that area whatever with a color and other players in the game can see oh there's someone active in that area um, and within the game itself, um, people can identify, um, other elements of real, of reality, um, that have some sort of play with the game elements. Um, perhaps the game is about permaculture and they want to start more gardens. They want to do education. They want to, you know, inspire other people to do permaculture stuff. 
permaculture sites, community gardens, uh, growing spaces, uh, teaching places, all this kind of stuff can be highlighted within the game. Um, and the whole idea that I'm trying to expand on here um, is basically gamifying um, good stuff, gamifying the progress of, of humanity in, in various ways and having some sort of overarching game that could involve permaculture, it could involve startup businesses, it could involve you know, Web3 things, all sorts of different things that are happening in the real world, but it's all represented within the game and then gamified in a way through missions and other things, you know, uh, rewards and blah, 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 metrics that, that give it incentive. So that this stuff, um, when you're playing the game, you want to get more points for this, you want to be able to get more of these and connect to more stuff like this. But all the while you're actually um, creating real connections and real progress within the actual world. And I think something like that is is pretty cool. It could be a desktop game, a VR game, a mobile game. It could be all all of those connected to the same metaverse or whatever. But that's I think that that would be a really big project that I'd I'd love to work on with, you know, other people to make it. Totally. Work. I think it's cool. I mean, me and Elijah have been talking about that similar vision for a while with Planetary Guardians in that sense. You know, yeah. um, the idea was always to how to create that. I mean, the the farthest I got was. Um, for looking at what an experience engine would be. Like I was deep with Niantic. I ended up becoming friends with the head of AR at Niantic um, and Diana. And we ended up having a lot of good conversations where their AR is more location-based. It's called AR, but it's really like location-based gaming with like mm -hmm. an AR tinge to it. Like, you know, that's kind of how I've seen it. And it's kind of AR and it's, it's kind of location-based. Um, but their engine that Niantic's coming out with right now is fucking robust. Like they've really mapped the world better than like even Google Maps has done it. And they're creating a pretty open engine to allow people like what Epic is doing for Unreal Engine 5, Niantic is doing for location-based AR gaming right now. They're really yeah. building some um, some serious stuff. And I'm really curious where those two worlds come together. Like honestly, Unreal Engine 5 is such a big game changer. It is such a big industry game changer. It is, you know, I think really in terms of graphics and in terms of development, where I think the next metaverses are going to orient five, 10 years from now, you know, um, I think it's great that these metaverses are like browser enabled, but they look like shit, um, <laughs> you know, to be, to be honest. And so we ended up mapping out what an experience engine would look like. So we built a really cool model where each space in every city was essentially a place for experiences to happen. And we connected experience creators with spaces and created a gamified XP system where you could just go in the world and you could see what experiences were happening around you. So the yes. AR, the phone was only used as a way to navigate experiences. And once you go there, the idea is to put down your phone. And the, the longer you kept your phone down, you'd actually gain XP points. So the guys, the idea is like, how do you gain experience for keeping your phone down? Nobody's ever done that. I've never seen that happen before, right? Um, and actually engage with real people in the world. And what does it look like to actually have geolocation so that, you know, you get points where you're in a geofence. So you're 10 people in a geofence together, phones down, you're all accruing points for being in that geofence and having any experience. So these are some really cool dynamics that you can play with for how to incentivize real world behavior and make it fun and make it around experiences. And when you make it as broad as experiences, like, it can be planting a garden, it can be skateboarding, it can be, it can be fucking anything, right? Like, and, you know, to have a game that has to, that has mission and impact, but is not solely mission and impact because it'll, you know, it'll bottom out. Uh, anyways, that's the doorbell I got to run. Okay. Thanks for Maya.
Have a great day, guys. Are we going to talk later on? We'll talk again another time. Yeah, I'll, I'll let you know when this is wrapped up, and I'll give you a call. Okay. Okay. See Bye. You. So, pretty exciting, eh? Yeah. Yeah, he's always pretty good to talk to. Actually, I've only talked to him a couple times, but it's always engaging. I think. I think there's a lot of synergy there. Well, he's got he's got a full team. They're gearing up for next level funding. Um, they're looking for beta testers. I'm going to be one of the beta testers of the new Paradigm Toolkit and the Inflow Matrix. Um, mm. So I don't know. Like, I mean, I hope there's a way to to bring all these things together in a way that we can work together, we'll still work on our independent projects, um, but have sort of bigger, like this, like the need of the moment right now is asking for a new way to organize ourselves. Right, like yeah. Yeah. specifically around business, specifically around money, specifically around independent entrepreneurial people who want to create but don't want to do it the old paradigm way. Need new tools, and you know, I've got a set of tools. You got, uh, I wouldn't say quite tools, but more of a skill set and 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 big goals. And Ramayan's got massive goals and and lots of um, he's filling in lots of the pieces. I think on the tech side, he's of uh, the tech integration between all the pieces. He's he's very good at comprehending things quickly and then seeing the connections and then being able to vocalize it in a way that's at least understandable, I think, to uh, most of us. Because um, some of the stuff can get pretty complicated with the languaging that we just don't understand if we're not tech people, you know? Yep. Actually, I'd, I'd, I'd love for you to pass a message on to him. I didn't have a chance. Um, there's so much stuff going on in Web3 and blockchain and all that, um, but there's actually another alternative to blockchain that most people don't know about. And I think that any company or or startup that's going to embrace both of them and offer both of them and integrate them both and see where each of them can really play a part is going to be way stronger than anyone doing just one. And what's that? Uh, uh, it's called Matrix, matrix.org. Are you kidding me? Yep. Uh, no, it's real. Um, I have a friend who works there and he's told me quite a lot about it. It is an alternative to blockchain. It solves the same problem, the by Bi Bi Byzantine generals problem, which is what blockchain and, and those things are supposed to solve. Um, this solves in a different way. It has different applications, which means they're not a direct competitor and it's not all about crypto. It's completely different, but the technology is is new and it's also kind of just as I think inspiring and and innovative as blockchain is and i think also it's that type of thing is going to play a part in the future and yeah anyway if you could just pass on something about that to him i think okay well he'll probably watch smart for him to look into it yeah well he'll i'll tell him to watch this and um i mean that sounds i mean considering the information system i got it's called the inflow matrix and considering the implications yeah. of, of the movie the matrix and then <laughs> true, the true, blockchain true. the matrix something's trying to Kind of, I don't know, the irony of, of life. Um, so do you have to go soon, I guess? Um, I don't have to, but I'm going to. Okay. Well, <laughs> um, glad you're enjoying it. You know, I don't have to jump out the door immediately. I, I'm, I'm going all these places and, and uh, dropping some advertising off. Oh, for my for course. Your, yeah, for your course. I'm doing advertising and networking. Okay, well, wait a second here. Let, let's just finish up here. Thanks, everyone, for watching. This has uh, been a great conversation between Nova Ramayan and Captain Sweep. And... Uh, We'll see you on the next one.